This is JFM Podcast. Security has actually been one of the major concerns in our nation. The level of insecurity every day. We see different crimes and of course, how to tackle this crime is what we see and what we've been expecting. Though measures have been put in place every day, but for every day you try to put in a measure, it seems the criminals actually have their ways of opening new holes. Well, for the like for the for everything we've seen during the weekend, it was uh, a funny incident in Panshin, where you know some uh, you know group or some members of church, as, well, as it was reported, you know, uh, went ahead, uh, you know, with should I say an elder in the church to actually uh, you know do something that's unalarming, something no one actually expected, and uh, at the end of the day, it turned out to be that uh, issues were tackled. Well, for the want of time, like we promised, I'll be coming back to you after 30 minutes, and here we are to talk about issues on Let's Talk on GFM 101.9. The state of security is what we'll be looking at this beautiful morning. Once again, good morning. Thank you for joining us on GFM 101.9. I am Richard Badogan with me in the studio this morning. Naomi Karim, thank you very much for staying with us through to this time. Uh, well, like Richard rightly said, the rise and concern of security issues in Nigeria is becoming uh, more and more... Um, it's, it's becoming more of a delicate situation of course, for and us. very worrisome. Especially because um, Nigerians right now are very worried about the state of their security, both for lives and of property. Well, um, this morning we'll be discussing this... Um, situations with the PPRO of um, the Nigerian police here in just with us, DSP uh, Alabo. Thank you for joining us in the studio this morning. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Um, just like Richard rightly mentioned that um, it, during the weekend, um, the situation in Pangshin, in fact, in, in other parts of the country as well, the rise in kidnapping, breaking-ins, car thefts, and much more. Uh, my first question to the DSP this morning is, how have the police been able to curb these insecurity issues, especially because um, the police in Nigeria are the ones that, that are in charge of the security of lives and properties within communities? All right. Um, thank you very much for that question. But I would like to, at this point, um, state it very clearly that um, when it comes to the crime of kidnapping, on the plateau, I think when we were doing our stock taking, uh, we discovered that um, we had a very low incidence of kidnapping from 2003 coming into this year. I think it was reduced to about um, 50 to 40, 55% um, when we we're doing our stock taking. But it's just so unfortunate um, that um, something like this will happen in Panshin. Um, but uh, I can assure you that uh, all lands are on deck. Um, we are not just doing it alone as the police. We are working with the community. We are also working with um, other security agencies and security help groups to ensure that um, we bring um, these menans to, to his um, BRS minimum. Um, but a lot has been put in place, um, like, you have, um, like you have seen. The former, you know, we have a new commissioner of police yes. now. Um, who very soon I will be calling us for him to reel out his own vision and plan for the security architecture that he brings. Um, you know, um, one commissioner of police 
one lesson to learn or more lessons to learn and more to give. So he's coming to give us his own and um, we are going to, we are working on it. As for the kidnap of the Reverend, we're actually um, very seriously working on it. Well, it was reported that uh, four members of the church were actually involved in the kidnap of these two, uh, you know, priests. Uh, talking about Reverend Father Kanwa, uh, CMF, and uh, Reverend Father Jude Nwachiku also. Uh, but from the look of things, uh, ever since that arrest, we've not heard anything. And uh, it was also reported that one of them, or they were led by the financial secretary of the church, uh, who happens to be, you know, a top shot when it comes to rankings in the church. Uh, we know how rankings are in some churches. Now, talk about, uh, you know, the kidnap of the father. How was the police able to, uh, you know, get the location of these criminals and they, they were able to be, I mean, they were able to apprehend these criminals at the same time? How was that possible? Okay. Um, at this point, we would like to clear, make some things clear okay. to members of the public. Um, it was true that there was a report of some persons being arrest, yes. uh, arrested. Now, those persons were being suspected, I believe, by members of the community and their church members to, be, to actually be the suspect. Now, um, these suspects, according to what they say, were arrested. We got wind of it, and it's in a place of allegation for now because okay. you have to investigate to be sure that because that investigation that you hear that they did and they say they are involved, it is an allegation, allegation, which the community, as I speak to you, have refused to allow the police to investigate. Wow. I dare say it because as I speak to you, the first persons you have on the screen right now are nowhere to be found. Hmm. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes. Like, like, so like we're confused. Does that mean yes. the arrest did not take place? They are, you, you see them on the screen. They, are, they were paraded by the persons who paraded them. Not the police. Not the police. That we don't we don't parade people, so, tie so, them so up people, like that. So people in the community that arrested had, them. So the, our our area commander and the DPO got wind of it, mobilized to go. No matter, you are suspecting somebody genuinely or some persons genuinely. You hand them over to the police and you do your follow up to see how the investigation go to actually ascertain if they are actually um, if they are actually culpable of the crime. But that was not done. You took them, tied them up like, um, like pigs, and just published them on the newspaper without handing them over to the appropriate authority to do the investigation. Now, every Nigerian have a right under the law to arrest. But what is that arrest? If you suspect, you report. If you see somebody in the actual commission of the uh, commi committer of the crime or committing the crime, you report to the police or you arrest the person and call the investigating security authority to come and carry um, those suspects and take them for proper investigation. So in the case of these um, four young men that you see being paraded there, this was not done. Now, when we got wind to go to the place, normally is a community where we believe they have a Miangwa or a Seriki within that area. Mm. Normally, you just go there, meet the Seriki, and we heard that you people are suspecting some persons. Give us those persons. Our police officers were almost lynched by the community. So sad. They were almost lynched by the community, and they refused us even to see these four suspects, not to talk of taking them. Hmm. So we don't know the whereabouts of these four suspects. Now, the vi vigilante commander of that community that detained these men for like three days before we got wind of it is in our custody now because when we asked him where is the four persons he said 
he doesn't know where they are. But these persons were in your custody. So how do we investigate them? What have you done to them? So as I speak to you now, it's cool enough because um, we, we don't want to say this is a case of a, a suspect of suspected kidnapper has been kidnapped now because they are nowhere to be found. So this is not what we expect from a civilized society. This is not what we expect from communities that have their own local governance that can give police that assistance. And this is what we have been saying every time I come on air. Assist the police. You don't detect to us. We too, we don't even detect. We only repeat what the law says to you. True. You know, so we, we don't actually come to your life and detect. We look at what the scenario on ground, we just oppose it with the law and let you know if you have committed an offense or not. And this is what we expect our community to do like, so it, it, is, it is very sad that such should be tolerated in that particular community. It's, it's very sad. Uh, all right. Uh, I think you just mentioned something now. Now, in cases where the community are not cooperating with the police, yes. what other measure can the police take you know, to ensure? Because though they might be suspected criminals, but their lives still matter in the yes. society. Be and also, they are being accused. They are, they are only being accused yes. for now. So they may be innocent also. Because until the, the, the kidnapped victims are rescued, we may not really know the full story, as we speak. Okay, but, but were you able to confirm from the community if the kidnapped victims were rescued? Because on the news, we saw that they were rescued and, mm. and, and, and these guys were actually arrested. But from the, from, like from the source, the, the police actually got. Uh, yeah. Did you actually confirm if these men were rescued and did you get to see them? Or did the police get to see them that truly they were rescued but the kidnappers or the accused kidnappers are nowhere to be found? No, normal, normally, um, some people, when they... When this kidnap happened, um, you see the kidnappers threatening the victims or the victims' relations not to involve the police. And sometimes while we are doing our own thing, um, most times the um, relative of the kidnappers, uh, of the victims, they avoid us, believing that the, there is an insider or possibly the kidnappers are seeing their activity. Mm. So we too, on, in that arrangement, we are... We are in the dark because when you go to them, it's like, why did you even come? Please leave. And, and you can't blame um, victim relative for Sometimes thinking. Sometimes it's from the threats. Yes, the, yeah. yes from the you can't blame them for thinking like that. But there are ways that we go about these things and um, we, try to, we try to manage it. And, and for those ones that understand what we are trying to tell them, because some of them will outrightly don't listen to you. And when they get their relative, maybe either through paying ransom or whatever, they don't come back to the police to give us briefings. Because even though you have paid ransom, there, we have done cases where people pay ransom, and many times we arrest the kidnappers and recover the ransom. You understand? Yes. So it, it goes, there are times also we repel kidnap attempts. There are also times um, the kidnaps happen, and we go to the den to pick um, the victims and also arrest or um, dislodge the, 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 the suspect. So there are times we do all these things. So this uh, measure to be taken in events like this, they, they varies with the condition and the situation, circumstances surrounding that particular um, happening. Well, it's so sad that, uh, you know, in, in, in well, well, should I just say it's so sad that in a civilized nation like this, uh, we still face uh, things like this. And so far, 
uh, the vigilante commander in your custody? Yeah. Has he been able to give any positive information? And if he doesn't, how long does it take for him to actually give uh, you know, the right information, which if he doesn't, he might face the wrath of the law? Or there is no uh, offense, or there is no punishable offense to that? No, there, 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 there is an offense. Okay. It's either he has caused the disappearance of suspect, mm. um, which is also an offense, or they must have done something to those um, young men, which is not in tandem with the, with the law. The criminal justice process is very simple. Um, you suspect somebody, you send them to an appropriate authority for investigation, they are investigated, and if they are found culpable, evidence will be provided. Yes. From there, they are charged to court, and the court will do their job from there. You know? So this is the process through which anybody will receive punishment in our system. Mm. Any other thing outside of this, even though the person committed the crime, is wrong all right ah. yeah. okay uh, so would you say that from this experience now mm. with um this particular um, vigilante group in this particular community mm. have you also faced um these kind of challenges with other vigilante groups because mm. i believe that the vigilante groups were initiated to help and assist mm. you know with security issues yes um they were actually um something that we encouraged because of community policing yes of course, the police will not be, or the, the, the military, those people that assist us, the civil defense, we will not be, in, in fact, you don't even want to see us in your face unless there is need for us to be there. You know, so um, we are not supposed to militarize the system. We are not supposed to be at your back at every second. That is not, but we are only supposed to be there when we are needed, you know, and that is what um, we want to encourage. But we have people who are within the, those local communities yeah. that know everybody within those local communities who have come out to say in the light of encouraging the inspector general of police community policing effort we have formed ourselves into a kind of a neighborhood watch or a vigilant group mm. to look into our community and ensure that our community is safe so of course you are going to do that because you are not supposed to bear certain arms yeah. so you are going to do that in collaboration with the police and other security agencies, of which the police take the, for, um, the, the leading front in all this, um, in, in this process. So we have people like that. We have had cases where some of them misinterpret things, you understand, and they overdo it. You know, sometimes these people lack um, certain basic training mm. on how to handle communal security issues. So we try from time to time to see how we can gather them, give them this information that they need. But once in a while, one or two of them will make these mistakes. And But to their surprise, if they make those mistakes, there is no mistake in law. The law is the law. If you fault it, you will be culpable for your offense. And that is just it. Okay. Well, the charge we're talking about is a St. Vincent, the Paul Parish, uh, there in Panshin. We have the, the kidnappers requested for the sum of 25 million naira for the release of the priest. Well, to get your own view on this very one, uh, let's get your uh, view on this or your thoughts on this very issue. The Nigerian police so far have taken your step, but it seems the community are not cooperating. To you as an individual, of course, uh, how do you think uh, we should combat issues like Because jungle justice is what we mm. don't actually... We, we don't, uh, and, and I want to uh, commend the Ngolongas effort on this particular issue because he was able to reach out to the community and direct them to provide these men for the police. 
So as we speak up until this moment, I have not gotten any information that these men have been returned back to the police for proper investigation and prosecution if they are culpable. So what if the latter, before we, start opening the, before we open the phone lines, what if in the latter, mm. or going forward, you discover that these guys are no more? Talking about the accused kidnappers. Yes. What happens? Who will be, the, who the, be the, held responsible? The people involved, of course, investigation will be made and people will be arrested. I can assure you of that. Mm. The investigation will be done. People will be arrested. There were people who were at the forefront. We have already identified them. If we have not identified them, there are some of them who are on the run. You understand? Because they know what they have done. But in the case where these people are no more, that is outright culpable homicide. And you um, engaging in jungle justice, which we are not going to allow in our society because we are civilized people. All right. I think at this point, let's open the phone lines. Let's get your thoughts and, of course, your contribution on the program. The numbers to call are 0905-566-6699. You can also ask questions. Why you can also call 0812-187-7777. I take that again, 0812-187-7777. Those are the numbers for you to call to be a part of the program this morning. Hello, good morning. My brother, good morning. Good morning to you. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, this is uh, Jude Sir from UT Joshua. All right, Jude. So good to hear my from you this friend, morning. My uh, friend, police officer, good morning. Good morning, my brother. Uh, what I have to say this morning, my brother, you know, uh, the, the officer there is a very, very good man. I have an encounter with him one or two places, even when one boy was killed by... A mistake by a policeman at uh, this uh, Bayan Banki. We met even we go together at Ibo Hall and other places and even he's a very, very good man. But my brother, what I want to tell you this morning is that in your mix, there's those why people don't normally report to you people is some of your men, this is my opinion, and how people are complaining. Mm. If they come and report, at the end of the day, they will start threatening those. They will steal from their people, go and take the, the, the victims or the, the accused people or the, those people that are bad, bad boys. That so-so person, so-so person were the one that leaked the secret and after they will start threatening their life. You understand? Mm. So who will protect them when they come and, 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 and inform, give you information? Mm. That's what people are, are afraid of. I'm telling you. Mm. Even as there was a time they, they, they arrested, they report arrest some people, at the end of the day, they still come and look for those that reported it. So how can, can you guarantee, how can you guarantee people this kind of protection? All right. That's the problem. Okay. All right. Good morning. Good Thank morning. you. Good morning. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing your thoughts with us this morning. Right, you could actually hear that from Jude Saf. Do you have any reaction to yes, that yes, question? Yes, yes, yes. I, I, a quick one. Um, for for Jude, people like Jude, we have we have break that bureaucracy. You know, some people come and you don't know who you will give information at the divisional police officer level. We will never come out to say there are no persons who have certain tendencies to 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 be betrayers within the system. They are there, but they are in their very minute number. Mm. Now, in order to break all this protocol, what we do now is that on a monthly basis, because there is this propensity of us changing our officers, so on a monthly basis, I do a release of the full numbers of all the um, management team of the Nigerian police force on the plateau. 
and i also do a phone number of all the area commanders mark these names all the area commanders the oc intelligent we call them ocsib in our own platform and um ocsid um sid sorry and also we have the dc state cid the ac state cid that is deputy commissioner in charge state cid assistant commissioner in, in charge state cid and tactical team commanders dpos now these are people that want this information so if you are bringing that information to a very low ranking officer within that spectrum before it gets to the dpo sometimes there may be mismanagement the channel because he may he may have talked to one or two of his colleagues you know in trying to um help you do what you ask them to do mm -hmm. in trying to um, um eat on that information and the thing will enter into the wrong hands mm -hmm. so now what we are doing for you is that as a community give it to the dpo so that if anything happen you will know that the day you report to the dpo so 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 place some boys came to attack you. Mm. And when you give us that information, and I, I can assure you that the commissioner of police will work on that particular officer. All right. Because no senior officer of that caliber will do that. They are the ones that need this information to function. So if you give them the information direct, your information has eat the right source. Mm. And you are going to be protected in that regard. Because all of them are experienced officers. Okay. okay. More calls. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello, are you there? All right, seems that one was a miss. The network glitch there, yeah. still ongoing. Okay, I think we have some couple of uh, comments here on our Facebook page uh, where we see reaction. Someone actually said a criminal is a criminal irrespective of who you are. Mm -hmm. And a kidnap of two Catholic priests, it does not come as surprise. Uh, member, uh, surprise. Do not, does not come as surprise, sorry. Remember, the Bible tells us that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So let's stay away from love of money. And please, the government should do the needful and make life easy to citizens. Let's get back to the phone lines. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right. Okay, we seem to have lost that call as well. Let's get back to our Facebook page and see how much time we have to take more comments. All right, uh, this is coming from Suleiman Jibril that says, uh, Good morning, JFM. The fold it's from the security it's from the government uh, the fold it's from the security it's from the government because the government is doing the needful to the security at at all okay and okay th i think i will leave this very comments and good other ones uh the security of a community should be holistic every hand must be on deck the government has its weaknesses but they have also tried their very best the federal lawmakers should pass a law as will allow for state police and also the vigilante group of nigeria should be strengthened as well well, 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 I think we have a call here. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, welcome to the program. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from. Benedict is coming from Senegal. Okay, Benedict, go ahead and make your contributions in one minute. Yes, I, I, I just have two questions for the, the guest in the studio. Okay, I'm sure he's listening. Um, yes, sir. Um, you're welcome, sir, to this uh, wonderful uh, program. You know, um, Thank you very much. Kidnapping has become... Kidnapping has become um, a pandemic to this particular country, this great nation called Nigeria. So I don't know, as a security expert, uh, please, I don't know. Is there any political will to end this uh, insecurity and then um, kidnapping, especially from the security agencies? When I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from um, sincere heart. I really want to know because um, 
people that have um, located this um, dastly act, honestly, I personally do not have information or it doesn't exist where they are truly punished and exposed. For example, um, sometimes ago, we have a, a very big uh, kidnapper, a kidnap kingpin, um, the person of Chidumeme, uh, um, who is also known as, um, I forgot that, I forgot that is um, real names. At the point, he, come, he was even accusing the security agencies that um, the confession he made to Nigerians was, uh, was under duress. We also have an account of uh, somebody also in, um, in the northwest, in the northeast Nigeria, with the person of Abime. Those history, the whole issues about him, how a military man ended his escape and the rest of them, actually, you know, it's almost dying off. Nobody knew what happened. Can you please try to wrap up, please? If you look at all these kidnappers, yes. yes, excuse me, please, it's an important question. And if you look at all these people that have been kidnapped, we have not seen where publicly they have been exposed and will be punished, given any punishment. And sir, is it, is it not really high time for the Nigerian government to enact a law that is going to eliminate people, no matter whatever condition they are, no matter whatever standard, uh, highly political and uh, position they occupy in this country, but to punish them duly for, you know, even kidnapping or even having kidnapping. Thank you. Thank you for uh, your questions. Uh, think uh, we just have a minute to. Okay, um, uh, my brother, there are a lot of questions that you are you are asking me now that are uh, actually for members of the House of Representatives to answer. But on our part as the police, um, if you have been following, we have um, we have done a lot. We have paraded kidnappers. We have even paraded the Reverend Father who kidnapped himself on the plateau here. And I, I, I want you to um, just um, be attentive to um, the news on the plateau, and you will see a lot that we are doing in that regard. And the law is very sufficient. It has provided a lot of um, um, deterrent uh, or punishment for people who have, who have committed such offenses. All right. Thank you. You've actually answered the questions and, of course, reactions. We see more calls coming, more comments, but we'll not be able to take them because of the want of time. Uh, let's have your final word before you go. Yes, a quick one. Thank you very much, Plateau Citizens, for the, for the first time we conducted the election and there was no report of any violence anywhere. There was no report of any police brutality. There was no report of any police supporting any political party or being partisan in this arrangement. And there was a lot of cooperation from the good people of Plateau. Say a lot of people called me. I just want to say thank you very much. Let's do this, do this again in the next election that we'll have on the Plateau. All right. Thank you very much for joining us in the studio for the program this morning. Well, this is the much we can take on Let's Talk today, the 8th day of February 2024. Join us tomorrow again for the morning day from 6 to 9 a.m. Uh, well, it's the last working day of the week, which is Friday. So join us tomorrow for more of the program. I am Naomi Karim. Richard Belling is my name. Saying bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.